Hey, what's going on? It's Edwin Vereen, a.k.a. Eddie Cool from the Sports Bros Podcast. Guess what? We got a bonus episode with myself and Dave Rivera from WOBL Radio. And right now, you're tuning in to Lorraine County Hoops as we give you a recap of the end-of-season awards for this past basketball season for the 2021-2022 season. Enjoy. Welcome into Lorraine County Hoops here tonight as we do a season wrap-up show talking about some of the boys this year in Lorraine County and around the surrounding Northeast Ohio. Dave Rivera here from WOBL Radio and joining me as always, Edwin Vereen, Sports Bros Podcast. What's going on, Ed? Hey, what's going on, Dave? It's great to be back to talk some Lorraine County Hoops, man. This season came and it went and we got a lot of awards to talk about, some recognition. Uh, it's been a lot of great basketball been played in Lorraine County this past season. Yeah, we'll talk about some newcomers for next year that are going to be coming up. We'll talk about some of the seniors that are going to be leaving and a lot of the awards. The uh, All-State awards were just dropped today uh, for Divisions 1 and 2. So, of course, Ed and I will have those for you. And we'll go over Division 3 and 4 as well. Those came out yesterday. And we'll also talk about the player of the year, the coach of the year, and, of course, Lorraine County's Mr. Basketball. So let's start off with the um, all-Lorraine County, uh, and we'll start with Division One. And for this year, um, what I noticed big time was uh, the experience. And a lot of juniors and seniors and only one sophomore making the first team all-Lorraine County for Division One. that being Griffin Torre, from North Ridgeville, who has definitely shown out very well for the Rangers. But going down the rest of the list is Ryan Walsh from Elyria, Matthew Stewie from Avon Lake, George Gotsis, Austin Bray, and George Fair. So the trio from the Comets, all seniors. And then rounding out the first team, another Ranger, Jake Bonar, who we know very well because he won a lot of our Hoop Tech Player of the Game Awards this year for the Rangers. Yep, you won a lot of awards for the Rangers as well, too. And uh, I see one, yeah, I think there's a freshman on there in the honorable mention section as well, too. So, which goes to show that um, Elyria is loaded with talent. As you said, you know, there's a 10th grader on there in the honorable mention uh, section as well, too, with uh, Mateo Medina. And, of course, we got Jordan Corey. So, um, the comments are heavy. The comments, you know, they had a real productive year this year. And you can see with them being members of the all Lorraine County Division One team. Yeah, the Comets had a good year uh, losing in the district semifinals to the Medina Bees. And um, Coach Pat Bray looking to rebuild after losing a big core of seniors for the Amherst Comets. So they're going to definitely be rebuilding. Jumping right over to the second team for all Lorraine County Division One, we have Jordan Daniels from Lorraine. Ryan Runzer from Midview, Isaac Richardson from Avon Lake, RJ Schneider from North Ridgeville, Max Emmerine from Avon, Jordan Corey from Amherst, Omar Palos from Elyria, and Colin Stewart from Avon Lake. Who stands out to you on that second team list, Ed? Hmm. Let's see. I would have to say, I would have to say Jordan Daniel stands out. Yes, yeah. he, stay, Jordan, he stands out. Jordan's a tough player. Um, did a lot for Lorraine this year, being the senior on the team and uh, averaging 
a lot of points from behind the arc. He was a player that had a green light at all times for uh, Coach um, uh, Killian's team this year. And the Lorraine Titans didn't finish as they wanted to, you know, this year, but they will be rebuilding and reloading for next year. A guy that stands out to me on that second team list is Jordan Corey, uh, another Amherst kid as a senior. He won the MVP award for the All-Star game this year in Lorain County, really uh, having a great showing in his last uh, basketball game, and it happened to be at Lorain High, where his dad, Brian Corey, is the athletic director. So mm-hmm. uh, Jordan stuck out to me on that second team, had a good uh, good game there in that All-Star game. And then for Division II All-Lorain County first team, Avery Young from Brookside, Ben Reaney from Vermilion, Connor Rodick from Keystone, Anthony Januzzi from Fireland, Donovan Lewis from Vermilion, and Jake Morgan rounds out the Division II All-Lorain County first team from Keystone. What are your thoughts on uh, on that list there? I really like Avery Young. Avery Young has gone, has gone a tremendous amount during the regular season. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he led the, the LC8 in the three, total three-point shots made with 38, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Coach Larry Babick uh, ran that, that high-octane offense where it was five in and five out, and everybody had the green light to shoot. Mm-hmm. A team that we covered a few times in person, and uh, Coach Babbix definitely has the Cardinals as an up-and-coming team for next year, and I'm excited to see exactly – how they turn out. Yep, I'm excited to see how they turn out because um they won eight they won eight games this past season in the LC8. But when they but the, if you look last year they only won one conference game. Which means, you know, the the five in five out or as I like to call it the hockey shift um mm-hmm. something is something's going on over there in Brookside and um yeah, they went 8 and 6 and it's led by Avery Young and the rest of his teammates. And I want to say they had the best record in the last like 30 years for Brookside basketball. So they're on the up and up. A player that stuck out to me real quick on that first team, Ed, Anthony Januzzi, a sophomore from Fireland, coach's son, very smart, high basketball IQ. Mm. We mentioned coach's son. That is coach Alan Januzzi's son at Fireland. But wait a minute. He has now moved to open door. So I would imagine that Anthony is going to follow along with his dad and head on over to open door. What are your thoughts about that, Ed? Um, it wouldn't surprise me one bit because the reason being is I would believe that if I was coach Januzzi, I would want to have my son to come with me because that way he can be a court general and teach the other guys how to, how the offense runs as well too, because, you know, as well as I do when it comes to change, a lot of times you bring people over with you that know how to run your offense and your, your sets and your def- defensive sets and everything. So that way they can just teach the other, um, <clears throat> teach the other teammates as well too. And so they can play catch up as well. Coach Januzzi, one of two coaches here to take their teams to a state final four in Lorain County in the last 30 years. Open door went back in 0203 when coach Januzzi was there and of course, the Lorraine Titans went back in 2018 and 19 during that amazing run. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens at Open Door. Uh, stay tuned as uh, the rumor mill is turning. Let's stay with Lorraine County Division II second team. Aiden Cruz would be from Clearview. Keith Colvin 
from Clearview. Brant Hartley is from uh, LaGrange. Uh, Nate Draga from Fireland. Andrew Hendershot is from Vermilion, and Jacob Coletta is from Brookside. So that is your second team, all Lorraine County Division II, Ed, a lot of youth, only one senior, and a lot of sophomores. Yeah, a lot of sophomores. Um, I, I particularly got my eye on Keith Colvin. He's another tough, he's another tough, gritty player. You know, he doesn't mind taking bumps and getting dirty. So, um, yeah, and it shows because he made the second team in the LCA. He's also a football player. Yep, also a football player as well, too. He won our group tech player of the game, mm-hmm. the first game of the year when they took on Open Door and they won 63-62. Keith Colvin really lit it up for the Clippers and got them uh, one of their few victories this year. But the future is bright with both Aiden Cruz and Keith Colvin representing Clearview for that all Lorraine County Division Two. Moving on over to all Lorraine County Division Three first team. Jaden Roberts from Wellington, Ty Locklear from Oberlin, Cody Davis from Columbia, Jaden Guerra Howard from Open Door, Ted DeMarco from Lake Ridge, Isaac Thompson from Oberlin, Reese Miller from Columbia, and Robert Palmer from Elyria Catholic. What are your thoughts on that? That's a good first team there. I can um I, I like that. You know, we saw Reese Miller at the time we covered up went went to Columbia and covered them versus Whitman. And um, he was, a, he was one of those guys that was all over the floor, the smallest thing on there, but you know, he yeah. had the biggest presence. And then um, I wish I was able to see Jaden Roberts at a hundred percent because the time that we covered them uh, when they played Keystone yeah. at home, he was just, you know, getting over an illness. Yeah. And you, you can tell. And, but, um, but yeah, but I did, however, see a video on, on Twitter of Jaden Roberts Duncan and you know he he had a pretty good season he had a pretty good season he led the conference in scoring you know and had, he, he's, he's very efficient because once the ball gets to his hands he finds he has a nose for the hoop it was effortless um we've watched Jaden a few times this year covering the LCA and and man you you wouldn't think you know he didn't necessarily take the game over mm-hmm. you know dropping 20 points a game that's what he averaged was 21 points per game he did it quietly. You know, they didn't force feed him. Um, you know, he kind of just did it on his own with, with putbacks and a lot of mid-range jumpers from the elbow. That was his spot for Jaden Roberts. But then we got to see a lot of athleticism because there was a few times where he dunked on people's heads and it surprised the heck out of everybody in the crowd. Yeah. So um, Jaden Roberts, definitely um, a player that sticks out for the Lorraine County Division Three first team. Um, for me, I'm going to go with Jaden Garrett-Howard. He is the only sophomore on this first team for Division Three from Open Door. He is a six-foot-one sophomore. He got banged up towards the end of the year. He still ended up playing in the All-Star game, and boy, did he put on heck of a show going toe-to-toe against Asaya Killian from Lorraine. Um, and it was fun to watch in that Rising Stars All-Star game. So I'm excited to see Jaden Garrett-Howard progress the next two years for the open door Patriots. I want to see him too. There's a few games I didn't cover, unfortunately, dude, you know, I didn't cover, but I'm like a lot of these young guys are, I'm ready to see him. I've, I've heard so much about them and they're out there. And so I want, you know, I want to see him. I want to see how good they are and see what they can do. So let's jump into the division three, second team, all Lorraine County, Andre Yarber from Oberlin. Nate Borling from Columbia, Jacob Wiegman from Wellington, 
Vincent Berardi from Columbia, Marius Harrell from Oberlin, Johnny Cray from Black River, Owen Mangi from Columbia, and R.J. Penny rounds out the second team, all Lorain County Division Three from Open Door. Johnny, Johnny Cray, uh, the sophomore, he's quiet, but he's effective. Yes. He's quiet, he's effective, he has a he's a long, tall, slim frame, and he makes the most of it. And then there's a Vincent Berardi who doesn't mind crashing the boards and getting physical. So those only, two a, only a junior ed is mm. Vincent Berardi, two sport athlete, uh, plays football and basketball. Didn't mind, like you said, doing the dirty work, especially on the defensive end and underneath on the boards. Um Johnny Cray, as you mentioned, a six foot one player from the Black River Pirates, who's only a sophomore, uh, very underrated uh, heading into the season. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Andre Yarber, the senior from Oberlin. Okay. Um, he did a very good job this year running the offense for his Phoenix team. And then his backcourt mate, uh, Mary Harrell, he also made the, uh, the second team all Lorain County Division Three. Marius was phenomenal we've seen the phoenix a few times this season and he was very shifty with the ball he was able to get to the basket whenever he wanted and he was also a good uh floor general not turning the ball over and running the offense for coach kurt russell yeah that's the thing about when you're good for general not turning the ball over and, and getting to the net of efficiency i call that efficiency just like you said he can get there whenever he wants to so that's a very dangerous player when they can pretty much shoot it will attack the basket at will and convert with the, and convert and score on it. Now let's look at some of the bigger awards for 2022 here in Lorain County players of the year. Ed, we'll start with division one, Aiden Gregory from Midview wins the honorable award of being the best player in division one. What are your thoughts on Aiden Gregory? Aiden Gregory is a great player. Um, he led, he led the middies in the tournament as well too. And he's, he's, he's quiet. He's quiet. He doesn't make a lot of noise. He's, he puts his hard hat on, he's blue collar. He gets in there, he handles business. Six foot four. Okay. You see that and you don't think that he's going to be handling the ball very much, but this kid ran the offense uh, for the middies and uh, just seen today picked up a offer from Ashland university. So hopefully uh, Aiden right now is unsigned and uncommitted. And I'm sure he's going to be picking up some steam um, heading into next year. But Aiden was just did a phenomenal job all year long. Um, you know, every every team he faced knew he was the best player on the court. He still was able, you know, to put up almost 20 points per game. And he dominated for the Midview Middies in that tough, tough Southwestern Conference. Division two player of the year. I'm glad to see it. Christian Padicky from Keystone, the senior. Um, he's another one, man, just a double-double machine, two-sport athlete, and was not afraid to put his nose in there and get dirty. Yeah, he's not afraid to put his nose in there and get dirty. He was a, a great part of um, Coach Holzhauer's team along with the, uh, with the Morgan Twins. And um, watching Keystone this season was very fun. They play a very, you know, a very um, methodical-type basketball, but they're very efficient with that as well, too. So uh, it's good to see Christian Padicky, uh make the Division two player of the year list. Keystone had been the reigning two-time champ in the LC8 
and they were dethroned this year as Oberlin and Columbia ended up splitting that conference. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you mentioned, Keystone didn't have the year that they would have liked to. But Christian Paddock, he still had an amazing year for the Keystone Wildcats. And then Division Three is none other than Jack Keneally from Elyria Catholic, who has just racked up every award really in Lorain County and Northeastern Ohio as he gets ready to attend Youngstown State University next year and suit up for the Penguins. Yeah, the EC big man Jack Keneally at 6'7". He averaged 20-plus points a game, and he he's just a monster, baby. What can I say about him? He's just a monster, baby. I'm just watching video, and I was like, can anybody stop him? Can it? No? All right. When, you, when you're that size, you can pretty much do what you want to do. Yeah, and he had an effective year for Elyria Catholic. Uh, he perfected that two-handed dunk mm-hmm. all year long, and we watched him in the All-Star game. He was six for six from the field. They were all two-handed dunks to get things going. So, I mean, Jack Keneally just really powering over the competition this year, racking up all the awards in Lorain County. The coaches of the year, no surprises here, as uh, in Division One, Pat Bray takes home the award for Amherst. We talked to Coach Bray earlier in the season, phenomenal coach, had just a, a great group of kids, yeah. including his son, Austin, and uh, the rest of the Comets didn't uh, get as far as they wanted to in the in the tournament, but still had a great year. Ed. Yeah, they still had a great year, and it's a great result of um, Coach Bray's coaching. Division two is going to be Jeff Holtower from Keystone, and uh, we talked a little bit about them earlier, being the two-time division champs from the LC8. Um, unfortunately, they fell this year and did not win the conference championship. Coach Holzhauer did an amazing job all year long, especially Connor Rodick, uh, the junior, the quarterback for the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. And he also plays basketball. He had a phenomenal year. Uh, Division three goes to Josh Scarf, newly acquired Columbia Raiders head coach. He was an assistant under Coach Larry Babix. Mm-hmm. When Babix left the Brookside, Coach Josh Scarf stepped up took the team under, and uh, they really didn't skip a beat this year, man. They, they kept the same offense that Babix had installed, you know, up-tempo up and uh, looking to score a lot of points. And congratulations to Scarf and the Columbia Raiders. Yeah, because just as you mentioned about Coach Scarf, a lot of times when there's a transition or a change in head coaching, there might be a new philosophy. But I guess Coach Josh Scharf said, look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And um, they were able to uh, clinch a share of the LCA title along with the Oberlin Phoenix this year. And so, um, once again, great coaching by Coach Josh Scharf. So those are some of the big awards for all the reigning county. Division one, two, and three went over the player of the year, coach of the year. And now we got to go over Mr. Basketball because this is ultimately what everybody cares about here in Lorraine County. And no surprise, Aiden Gregory takes this award home as the best basketball player in Lorain County, winning it for the Midview Middies. Yep, Aiden Gregory, the silent assassin. And just two years ago, Johnny Manning won it for Midview back in 2020. And uh, so, you know, that's a pretty good rich history you got there for the Midview Middies winning the Mr. Basketball Award. Before that, the last time that it happened was 
Anthony Stacy back in 1995 from Midview, who is now the coach at Toledo Whitmer. Um, he is a local guy who we all keep uh, close tabs on. Coach Anthony Stacy doing a phenomenal job out there. He was the last Midview Midi to win it back in 1995 before Johnny Manning did it in 20, and now Aiden Gregory in 2022. So um, we talked about all Ohio honors that came out the last few days, and uh, we can go over some of those right now. We can start with Division One, and we had none other than Aiden Gregory from Midview, again, representing Lorain County, the only uh, Division One second team representative for us here in the county. He wins. He's all second team, all Ohio. That is a huge honor, Ed. Yeah, that's a big deal. That goes to show that the, the program at Midview is going in the right direction by having him as the representative in the all-Ohio um, second team. That, that's a pretty big deal. Think about it. The whole entire state, you got a guy from your school representing your school. And so, um, yeah, and the hits keep coming. The hits keep coming. Yeah. Shout out to Ray Ellington, also in Westlake. He was Division One all-Ohio third team. Um, we did have some honorable mentions. And that would be uh, Elyria's Ryan Walsh, the junior, was able to pick up a Division I All-Ohio honorable mention. So shout out to him um, for picking up that award. Um, a guy that is not necessarily playing here in Lorain County, Ed, but is from Lorain County, and that's Michael Bova from St. Edwards. He picked up the Division I All-Ohio first team award. Uh, so we would like to congratulate him being a local guy. Danny Young, also from Shaker Heights, uh, picks up Division I All-Ohio second team. So shout out to those guys from around Northeast Ohio and right here in Lorain County. Moving over to Division II All-Ohio selections, and there was only one guy from around the area that was able to make this list. And that was Christian Padicky from Keystone picked up an honorable mention here for division two, all Ohio. Want to give him a shout out as well as Avery Young from Brookside, just a junior. Uh, he also makes division two honorable mention. Yep. A couple of young gritty guys, man, you know, make, when you see that make an honorable mention, that's not a slight. If I'm those players, it gives me motivation to, get back on the court and work hard and be a better teammate and be a better player. And, you know, I know it's a, I know they say you shouldn't really focus on the individual awards. It's all about a team award, but you know, but when you, but as an individual, when you focus on yourself and your hard work pays off, then, you know, you'll be named to these teams, but you can't forget about the ultimate goal. Basketball is a team game. One man can take over, but you also need multiple moving parts to make it successful as well too. So Division Three All-Ohio Boys teams announced yesterday, Jack Keneally, Division Three All-Ohio first team, the first Panther in 20 years to get named to the first team, Ed. Wow. He breaks a he breaks a dry spill, and that's good. Hey, the, the big man, 6'7. Like you said, he protected, he preferred that two-hand dunk, and um, and 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 the same goes for him. The hits and the accolades keep coming as well, too. Division three, third team, all Ohio, Cody Davis from Columbia, averaging 17 points per game for the Raiders. We've seen him a few times this year. 
And the big man loves the fadeaway jumper. He can throw it down as well, but a very shifty player, not necessarily one that's going to bang with the underneath. He likes to be around the perimeter. Yeah, he, he has a silky smooth shot as well, too. I remember when we saw them play against Rittman, and he, he definitely made it rain a few times. But then he also dunked during the game as well, too. You know, giving him an opportunity, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll drop one on somebody's head if need be. Ty Locklear from Oberlin, Division Three, All-Ohio Special Mention. Congratulations to Ty and the Oberlin Phoenix on a great season that they had this year. Robert Palmer makes Division Three, All-Ohio Honorable Mention from Elyria Catholic. Led Lorraine County with nine assists per game. Talk about being unselfish, Ed. That's what Robert Palmer was this year. Yeah, hey, you can't be the guy shooting the ball all the time. And if you're the guy that can see the open shot, just pass the ball. This is it. Sometimes it's okay to pass the ball. And when he, you know, at nine assists per game, yeah, very high rate, very high success rate, which means he's able to have that court vision to see an open man and take the shot they need to. Also in the Division Three All Ohio honorable mention is Jaden Roberts, the big man from Wellington and Isaac Thompson, the big man from Oberlin. So two of the bigger guys rounding out Division Three honorable mention. And um, both of those players, we talked a little bit about Jaden Roberts for Wellington. Isaac Thomas Thompson was a great player as well. Um, six foot four, just a junior. Mm-hmm. And he did a great job around the basket this year for Coach Kurt Russell. And we've seen him a few times this year. What were your takeaways from Isaac Thompson? A few takeaways from Isaac Thompson, uh, six four. You know, don't let the size for you because he can still get it done. He's able to bang around and move bodies if he got to. And you know, he's a he's a real first player. I can't say that about him. Throwback to me. Uh, yep. He looks like a traditional big man, mm-hmm. built very well. Um, likes to play around the basket. He'll take you out to that elbow and free throw line, mm-hmm. um, but not someone that's really going to be behind the perimeter per se. But he's got a great future at Oberlin, and I can't wait to see him next year in his senior year. Mm. Division Four, All-Ohio Boys basketball team for right here in Northeast Ohio. And <clears throat> we had Ted DeMarco make the third team as the lone representative here in Lorain County. Ted, we got to see from Lake Ridge Academy in the All-Star game. A very good player, averaged over 20 points per game. Just had a shortened season, only getting in about 17 games due to scheduling. But Ted DeMarco, one of the representatives here for Division Four, third team all Ohio. That goes to show when you got a chance to shine, you got to make the most of your opportunity. And him landing on this list is a prime example of that, too. All Ohio special mention for Division Four, Jaden Garrett Howard from Open Door. Uh, the sophomore was able to make that list. And um, that was it for Division Four here in Lorain County as far as the All-State honors go. And now we can talk a little bit about some of the conference honors because we have some of those winners as well. And moving into the Southwestern Conference, the most valuable player being Aiden Gregory from Midview. Uh, your first team all Southwestern Conference, Austin Bray from Amherst, George Gatsas from Amherst, Ryan Walsh from Elyria, rounds 
about the first team or your thoughts on the Southwestern Conference overall as a group? As a group, that's a pretty solid group, especially uh, George Gotts. I watched him uh, play football as well, too. And um, you see the presence of uh, the Amherst Steel Comets. And as I said, you know, it goes to good coaching and uh, great leadership. So uh, no surprise here. I, I, I like what I see here. I like what I see. The second team on Southwestern Conference, we got George Fair from Amherst Steel, Max Emmerine, Matthew Stewie from Avon Lake, and Ryan Rusner from Midview. Yeah, Ryan Runzer, um, a guy who we've seen in the playoffs and towards the end of the year, um, surprised me. He actually went up for a dunk. I didn't even think he was going to be close. And he, he's about six foot one, and Ryan Runzer almost threw it down. So that's a name to keep an eye out for uh, next year with the Midview Middies. And uh, that second team, all Southwestern Conference, really looked. Uh, pretty interesting. Max Emmerine from Avon, uh, definitely a player this year. Flew underneath the radar. Mm -hmm. um, did a lot of the scoring for the Eagles. Should have another big season next year. The All Lake Erie League, Lorraine County, uh, was only uh, represented on the second team for the boys, that being Asaya Killian from Lorraine and Jordan Daniels also made it from Lorraine. Um, in the Lake Erie League, so they were only able to get two representatives in there for uh, the second team, uh, all Lake Erie League. And the Titans, I watched a lot of them on TV. Mm. Shout out to TV20 and Joe Box. Um, they do a great job with the production. I watched most of their home games that they had on TV. Um, a team that is just trying to find their identity and, and find find their new calling with new head coach Matt Killian. And he's got, you know, Asaya Killian, his son, who did a phenomenal job this year as a sophomore, really filling it up and running the offense. Jordan Daniels was was that senior who they knew they could count on and rely on. He had some playing experience. But then uh, there were question marks around him. You know, Christian Ruiz, uh, the big man who was able to step up and, and give some good quality minutes. And, and you had some other players that were just really getting their first varsity experience this year. So I look for the Titans to bounce back. Um, you know, this is their their worst season probably in 10 years mm. for Lorraine High basketball. Uh, normally they, they set the staple here in Lorraine County and are normally leading everybody as far as, you know, going the farthest. And, and that just didn't happen for the Titans this year. You know, um, when you, when you, when you rebuild, Sometimes you go through those growing pains as well, too. And, you know, like you said, it was a down year. And you said Lorraine is usually the standard bearer when it comes to hoops in the, in the county. So you just have to take, you know, you have to take your lumps this past season and work hard in the offseason and build that chemistry. And like you say, find your way. And, and once they find their way, they'll be just fine. I think they'll be fine. It's yeah, going to take time. It's going to take time, but they'll be fine. Yeah, we're going to see how the Titans are able to build up through the young pipeline, and we'll see what happens next year moving forward now that Coach Killian will have that first year under his belt. Um, the Lorraine County 8 first team for the boys, the MVP goes to Cody Davis, the big man for Columbia. Uh, he also shared the award with Ty Locklear from Oberlin. So those two guys led the way for Lorraine County 8. 
followed by Reese Miller from Columbia, Christian Padicke from Keystone, Jaden Roberts from Wellington, Isaac Thompson from Oberlin, and Avery Young from Brookside. Thoughts on the first team, Ed? Solid, stacked, scores. Got a big man that can do, got two big men that can do it all. Christian Padicke, Mr. Everything, Reese Miller, energy, toughness, grit, and, and you got Avery Young who can light it up with the best of them. Yeah, so that's the first team for the Lorain County Eight. The second team, Vincent Berardi and Nathan Borling from Columbia, Marius Harrell from Oberlin, Anthony Januzzi from Fireland, Connor Rodick from Keystone, and Andre Yarber from Oberlin round out the Lorain County Eight second team uh, list. All right, so like I said, Vincent Berardi, I think he – I forgot how many how many rebounds does he average a game? Almost, I think he's almost a double double, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's a double double for sure. He's averaging yeah. twelve rebounds a game. He actually averages more rebounds than points. Yeah, not by much, you know. But mm. yeah, that's impressive when you're grabbing more boards than you're scoring. Yeah, that means that means hey, you know what? I, if I just grab those rebounds, that can assure me that hey, I can buy my team some time to find a way around the perimeter or find a man cut and drop it off to him. And so, yeah, that, that goes to show, man. He 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 knows his way in the paint. He knows his way in the paint. He knows where the ball's going to bounce. You know, he's, you know, he kind of has a Dennis Rodman esque toughness. He he really does, if if you ask me, because I've seen him play, and I was like, man, this this kid is just he just he's just in the thick of it and just just in the middle he don't mind getting dirty you don't mind falling to the floor so uh yeah columbia's got some tough guys i will say that well that rounds out all of the conference uh awards for the conferences here in lorraine county talking a little bit about some of the seniors that are going to be leaving you know we talked about cody davis averaging 17 points per game Mm. um he, he picked up tons of awards this year ed and last year he didn't get anything. So it just goes to show you how much he's improved year over year. Um, he also played football for the Raiders this fall. Mm-hmm. Was a very important part of their offense all year long, going 11-0, and um, you know, before they finally took the loss. And uh, Cody Davis really sticks out to me being a senior. Um you got Christian Padigee, you know, another guy that just really put it all out there. Um, a lot of two-sport athletes, you know, uh, really going out there and giving it their all. And Christian, another double-double guy, our Division II All-Marine County Player of the Year. And he, he is very respectful and polite. He won mm-hmm. our Group Player of the Game Award as well. Um, what are your thoughts on Christian Padigee? Christian Padgett, like you said, man, respectful kid. He played football as well, too. He was, a, you know, he was one of the leaders for the Keystone Wildcats this year. And um, just an all-around good kid, man. And um, they will miss his presence next year at Keystone. They definitely will. But, um, you know, hopefully he, you know, did the right thing and bestowed some knowledge and wisdom to the younger his younger teammates. And hopefully they uh, continue his legacy there at, uh, at Keystone. Aiden Gregory winning Lorraine County's Mr. Basketball as well as Division One Player of the Year. Two of the top honors here for Lorraine County as far as basketball goes. He is going to be missed next year as he heads off to college and uh, undecided right now as to where he's going to go, but was able to get some looks and uh, hopefully he can become an Ashland Eagle. And that would be good for him. Division two basketball is uh, nothing to hang your hat on. 
yeah, that's a look. You you're 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 up there. You're up there. You're doing yeah. something. So yeah, that's and like you said, that's, that's nothing never to hang your head about. Mm-mm. And then and then uh, you know you can't talk about seniors without talking about the Amherst Comets. I mean, they were just loaded with seniors this year. Mm-hmm. Tory Weatherspoon, a guy you know that got most of his praise on the football field, but he played basketball as well, and mm-hmm. he was kind of like the glue for the Comets this year, the unsung hero. Um, he was able to do the dirty work so that Austin Bray and, and George Gatsis and George Fair could score and, and also Jordan Corey. So, I mean, just a big uh, big senior group right there at the Comets that are leaving and they're going to be reloading big time. Yeah, just like you said, you know, guys like Toy Witherspoon, they're important to teams because, you know, they're, they're the glue. And sometimes it's not all about, you know, scoring buckets or, being the it guy on the team sometimes you know being that guy that kind of you know keeps the team together you know kind of like the um i don't know the word i'm looking for it, it escapes me a, a, an unsung hero being an unsung yeah. hero but hey look you know you see your teammate getting down lift them up encourage them uh and just and just being that extra kind of like a coach's eye almost so to speak you know being like a, another set of eyes for the coaches and you know realizing things and you know if they get down too much you know hey Pick, pick the morale up a little bit. Just just keep good energy all around the team, too. So those are some of the seniors that are going to be moving on. A guy uh, from Elyria that I like is Omar Palos. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be graduating this year. We mentioned Jordan Daniels uh, from Lorraine, another senior that's going to be moving on. But the future's bright here for Lorraine County. A lot of young stars that are going to be looking to make a name for themselves. And we can start in the LCA, a conference that we're familiar with, and two guys that stick out to me, Luke Venucci from Wellington, only yep. a freshman, and Nolan Wechter from Brookside, uh, also another freshman. Who are some Who are some young guys to you, Ed, that, uh, that stick out in your mind? I had the chance to see them twice, play twice this year. And I'm going to say John Cray from Black River, and also – the guy that proved to us he don't need a toenail to play no basketball. The one, the only Eric Grosser, the kid's tough. And these guys are only sophomores. Like, I don't, I don't know what coach Wilson got going on down there, but he, they're, they're breeding them tough down there. And it's just, um, Hey, don't, don't, don't sleep on the kids on black river, man. Because um, yeah. And the thing about Grosser, he's another kid. He's quiet. He plays, you know, he's, he's tough. He also plays football as well too. And then John Craig, you know, he's just under under the radar, but if he needs to make noise, he can do it. So um, I'm really also excited to see what they do as well, too. And then, um, yeah, Vincent Berardi, will he average another double-double this upcoming season as well, too? Will he also be the grit and grind player as well, too, that Columbia needs with the absence of uh, Cody Davis? Um, We shall see. Just like you said, man, it looks real. The future looks real bright for Lorraine County Hoops. So, and I mean, I'm, I'm excited already. I'm waiting for the next season, but we got to get through football first. <laughs> so, so some more guys that I want to talk about uh, as far as freshmen goes, Jaden Crutcher, mm-hmm. freshman from Elyria, big, long, lengthy kid, um, needs to put on some muscle, uh, but he's, a, he's shown this year that he was a, a great addition to coach Brett Lyric's team and the rest of the pioneers can definitely fill it up from inside and from outside. Keep your eye on um, Jaden Crutcher, just a freshman for Elyria, another freshman. We've seen a few times, Xavier Castillo, 
flies under the radar for the mm-hmm. Clearview. Only a freshman. Yep. And we watched him in one game score over 20 points and lead the Clippers in scoring. And um, he is another kid that you need to keep an eye out for uh, as far as a youngster goes. Yeah, if you can, yeah, if you can fill the bucket up like that, then yeah, you and fly under the radar. Like that, that's just that's just another uh, um, another reason why high school hoops is in good hands in Lorraine County because you got you got a lot of you know you got a lot of top tier players, you got a lot of middle tier players, you got a lot of guys just fly under the radar. They fly under the radar, but at any given moment they can turn it on and be like, oh, got to pay you some attention now. Another guy flying under the radar is. Um, Josiah Bowen Pride from Oberlin, the big man, uh, only a freshman at six foot two. We've seen him a few times this year. He is a good combo uh, forward type guard, mm. uh, can do a little bit of everything. Um, keep your eye on him for Oberlin next year in Division Three. Definitely going to be making an impress, impressive year after this year. And then, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Coach Genuzzi moving on from Fireland mm-hmm. to go to Open Door, back where he coached for uh, back in 02 and 03, taking them to the state final four. Um, I would imagine his son's going to go with him as Anthony Genuzzi uh, will slide over and you pair him with, with James Garrett Howard at, at Open Door. And, and all of a sudden, you got a one two punch. Uh, that that could be considered one of the best backcourts in Lorain County. Yeah, when when you team them up, and then once once they once they buy into the philosophy, along teaming up with one two punch, they could, as the kids say, it could be an absolute problem, an absolute problem. So those are just uh, some of the news and notes going around here for Lorain County um, as the season pretty much wraps up for Lorain County basketball and. Um, you know, all the boys teams just made it to the district semifinals. Nobody played for a district championship, which is unheard of here in Lorraine County. We mentioned Lorraine High Titans usually fill that void for us, and it just mm-hmm. didn't happen this year. Um, so going to have to rebound if you're Lorraine County basketball, I think, um, and get a little bit stronger. I think there's a lot of uh, talent out there. It's it's just putting the right pieces and parts together and, and kind of building that power team that uh, some of these other private schools are able to do. Yeah, just as you said, man, it's all about, you know, putting the players in position and the best combination and, and strategy and just, and just trying to make trying to make the most happen with what you have. That's that's the name of the game. And so um yeah, I think I think you know don't don't sleep on Lorraine County. Lorraine County will be back. It'll be back. You know, it might be a little quiet year this year, but they'll be back. They'll be back. Everybody gets so excited for football, and then you know basketball season runs right behind it. And I think mm. sometimes people get exhausted from football and they just want to you know sleepwalk through basketball season. But uh, I really enjoy it. It was a fun year this year. Uh, we got to call games together and, mm-hmm. and see some of the talent both. At, at the senior level and at the freshman level. And uh, I think it's going to be exciting moving forward. Yeah, but as you say, like, you know, Lorraine County, please do not listen to me. Please do not sleepwalk through basketball season. It's a lot of, it's, it's great talent. The atmosphere is great. Like one of my favorite venues to visit whenever we, um, whenever we were doing games was the Birdcage 
in Brookside. That's a, that was a nice venue. The venue in Black River was nice as well too. So it's 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 an atmosphere. It's nice. Like ba- basketball is a fun sport too. You know, basketball is a fun. But you know, for, but as far as like the whole state goes, it's predominantly a football state. Because after all, after all, this is the birthplace of football. But the hoops here as well too. You can't you can't you cannot discredit the high school basketball. So listen to me. Give them a chance. Come out and see them. Support these kids. They love it. They appreciate it. Um, yeah, this you know community camaraderie just and you, and you need more of that, especially for the kids, especially for them. So coming up on the next uh, episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into the girls here for Lorraine County and the surrounding area of Northeast Ohio. Talk about all Lorraine County selections, Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and of course Miss Basketball. Um, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming your way from both Ed and I, so please stay tuned. I also have a announcement as far as maybe a name change for the podcast. And, uh, hmm. Yeah, some stuff that's in the works. So uh, from Dave Rivera here at WOBL Radio, Edwin Marine, Sports Bros Podcast, please stay tuned and uh, thanks for watching. Take care.